Town Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. Can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight or the rain Streaming and the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, says us that star-spangled listeners joining me now is my co-host dave oliveri dave how are you i'm doing well had a, a fun weekend went to Lernerville on friday night i hadn't been there for a few weeks due to some family commitments and we had talked during the week and said, dave you got you got to pick up the pace a little bit and i didn't disappoint you did i don no you hit a grand slam I want to kick things off. Uh, our first guest on the show is Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Bill Rebar. He had a busy Saturday night. And then we have a nice interview with Street Stock feature winner Darren Mozzie. Donnie, we, we had talked during the week about Darren, and just I don't want to really spoil anything, but you said it was quite an interesting interview in that. The listeners are going to be really surprised with this young man's accomplished in his early life. I thought it was really special that his spotter is the driver development person at Junior Motorsports. I mean, you don't get any better spotter than that. Now, there's, there's a you know a lot of those scenarios. I remember back when we were talking about Junior Motorsports. Uh, 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 I think what's I can't think of his first name. Colleen Major's brother, uh, you know, was on a video game and with you know Junior, and he kept beating him. And he says, "If this guy's beating me, I gotta you know figure out who he is." And then he hired him as a spotter, and he was a spotter for many years for Dale. Then he went to you know Team Penske for a few years, and you just never know when that opportunity is going to come. T.J. Majors. T.J. Majors, that's it. Well, we also have a report with Taylor Harris on the action at PPMS, Don. And you have a real nice interview with Ashton Winger. Uh, The name, I should have realized who he was, but until I 
went on Facebook, uh, had no idea. Now, do you think he has that ride? That'll be his regular ride now in the 58 car? I had a chance to talk to him uh, about that in between the interviews, and that's in the Big Frog Motorsports car. And uh, Normally we see Mark Whitener in that, but he said this is basically... He would like to see it be a little bit longer, but he ran a race, I think, two weeks ago somewhere down south and picked up the win and uh, picked up the win here. So, you know, that, the 58 car is no stranger to Victory Lane at Lernerville Speedway. And just, I never had a chance to meet Ashton before. He said he was there with his dad and the guys from, you know, the Big Frog Motorsports uh they got that car dialed in, and plus they also do well when they bring it up with the crate late model, too. I think they've won a couple of the past uh, Vicky Emig Memorial races up there. So that's been pretty good, too. But I uh, also had a chance, Don, to sit down with Lynn Geisler. He kind of gave me a little heads up that uh, you might want to interview Lynn Friday evening, and there may be something in it for my stomach. Well, you didn't disappoint me, and you've been to so many of these. And as I alluded to in the interview, you know, we talk about so many things with our marketing partners, our sponsors, and and Lynn, if if he's not one of the best, he's like the consummate in being able to take care of his uh, marketing partners, Don. It was killing me that I couldn't be there because I know what kind of a spread Todd Paz puts out. Unbelievable. Chaz Wolbert picked up the big block modified win at Lake Trobe. And again, walking through the pits, and it was there a couple weeks ago, I happened to see the C-33 of Corey McPherson, and I haven't really chatted with Corey much this year because he really hasn't been to the track, and the listeners will be interesting to hear where Corey has been. Uh, we often, Don, talk about our children, and you, know, you alluded to, you know, when you gave up the printing thing of, uh, you know, RPM, it's just... You have to, there's, timing is everything, and like you said, you can't put time in a bottle, and Corey is definitely, and they'll you'll be able to hear in the interview where he's been, and then I, you know, I kind of moved up Pitt Road, and then saw a familiar face, uh, Dave Hesh Jr., and I've known David since uh, he's kind of been a kid, and it's just, you know, he's growing, but the interesting part of both of these interviews is the fact that I, I still consider both of these guys kids, but now they have kids, and their kids are racing. And in talking, you know, with Lynn, you know, he had that with Travis, and it's a completely different perspective when you're the racer, but then when you're the dad or the mom of the racer, uh, the wicks turned up just in a little bit higher level. It is, and there's some... You have some very interesting comments from Corey and Dave. Hey, we have Victory Lane interviews with Nate Rigotti, Eric Westendorf, and Howie Bayless, and Dave Oliveri. Um, yeah, and also, you know, through all those interviews, and we're doing these 101s that are, we're, and our drivers are getting much better at it. We also have one with Garrett Crummert, Dan Shetler, and Chris Schneider. And we have one with Will Hemminger, Brian Shipp, and Adam Henry. We also have some with Colton Buchanan, Ken Burkholder, and Dale Kimberly. And Dale actually talked. Yeah, that's just, uh, he's got to be, 
between Adam went in, and now I think this is his first win of the year. And Dale always says it's never about wins. Again, we're talking about family when Angie beats him. Uh, he's a proud papa, and if, if, if when she if he roughs her up or whatever, then uh, you know the missus isn't too happy. But again, it's good to see Dale back in victory lane, Don. I figure if Dale ever uh, took Angie out of the race, he'd be sleeping in the garage. Now, there may be something else more than sleeping in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) The only uh, track that sent us results was Hummingbird from Saturday night. Uh, In the Young Guns, it was Brant Kramer, first Hummingbird victory. In the super late models, the number 27, Michael Lake, picked up his first win at the bird this season and just his second visit in 2022. In the Economods, Bob McMillan picked up the win. Semi-late winner was Nick Erskine. In the Pro Stocks, it was Zach Gustafson for his first win of the year. In the Pure Stocks, it was Tim Stice. And the four cylinders went to Sean Haddon. Dave, I want to thank you for a nice opening here. Uh, you have a super evening. I'm looking forward to it. And, and, and unfortunately, you'll normally ask me to join us on the second hour for results, but this is what we have. And, you know, we did have some weather uh, roll through some of the area this past weekend. And I know Pennsylvania Motor Speedway was off due to the circus. And uh, just looking forward to the week coming up. I'm definitely going to be at Lernerville Friday night. Saturday is kind of still up in the air, but uh, it's going to be championship night at Lernerville, where Lernerville gets the crown for new champions for 2022, Don. Sounds like a good weekend coming up. I thank you. You have a nice uh, afternoon. You do the same as well, Don. This is the Banger Bob Thought for August 22nd, 2022. Around age 20, we worry about what other people think of us. Around age 40, we discover that we really don't care what people think about us. But by age 60, we come to the realization that most people really don't think about us at all. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. Joining us now is Billy Rebar from the Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, a lot of activity last night. I mean, why don't we start off with the autograph session? What a big deal that was. Yeah, Don, every year it just seems to grow and grow and grow. And we've actually had three autograph sessions this year, two that were scheduled and one that was added on when we won the Advance My Track Challenge. Something that Advanced Auto Parts and everybody wanted to do was do an on-track autograph session. So this was the third of the season. And, man, it did not disappoint. Tons and tons. I think it were 76 drivers on the front stretch, and over a dozen, 15 or 16 of them, had giveaways, raffle tickets for a chance to win book bags, to win scooters. Just really great for the drivers to take it upon themselves, interact with the fans, and see a lot of smiling faces. Who do you think likes that more, the driver or the kid that's winning the prize? You know what, it's self-gratifying for the drivers, but, man, to see those little kids light up, sometimes it's someone that's there every week and they have a favorite driver, and sometimes it's someone that's never been there, and they come back. So you can't ask for more than that. How about the coloring contest? I always enjoyed uh, seeing the kids do that. So NASCAR provided us with a bunch of uh, kid activity packets. They had paper helmets that kids were able to fold, and we had Mary Ellen Mish underneath the grandstands with her staff. 
helping these kids fold the paper helmets. They provided crayons. They provided the coloring contest drawing paper. They had pencils. They had all kind of items, temporary tattoos for the kids. Really great product, thanks to NASCAR. And we decided to step it up a notch. We provided three trophies. Uh, basically, we random drew, so everyone had a fair chance. And we provide them a ticket to next week's sprint car race as well. So really great to see. I was actually flipping through them this morning. I think we had 100 uh, packets that they sent us from NASCAR, and there was over 85 coloring uh, submissions. So really great to see that much activity and participation. Well, you're growing your future, uh, fans for the next generation. It's, it's an excellent, uh, excellent thing to do. Yeah, NASCAR has been amazing to work with this year. They understand. Uh, I've said it before, it's a resource and what you get out of it. And as long as they're going to keep sending stuff, we're going to keep using it and using it to our advantage to benefit our drivers and our fans. So that would be the NASCAR gift baskets that we're talking about? Uh, so they gave away uh, activity packets for the kids. And then the Operation Vet now, they raffled off a NASCAR packet. So Tony Aubrey, who is the president of Operation Vet now, over the years, he was uh, retired Air Force. He actually was involved with some NASCAR teams in recruitment and things like that. And he's pretty much acquired a pretty nice uh, collection and selection of different things that have been NASCAR. He decided that um, he asked if he could raffle some of them off at Jennerstown to raise some money for his cause. And to give everybody a little bit of background of uh, Operation Vet now, uh, Tony and his team are very, very, very instrumental in the Memorial Day festivity, I shouldn't say festivities, the tribute that goes on on Memorial Day at our racetrack. So a lot of the stuff you see, the rifle teams, uh, not all of that is free. And Operation Vet now takes that upon themselves to assume those costs to honor those fallen heroes and those fallen veterans. And Tony shared a story with me uh, last night that there is a father of a Gold Star family member, so someone who has lost in active duty, that this guy gets all the newsletters. He just doesn't really attend anything, doesn't really want to be around. Uh, you know, just that he's very kept to himself. And he came this past Memorial Day, and he is still to this day talking about his experience and how great it was. Um, when you hear stories like that, Don, it just warms your heart. And uh, Tony and his team do an absolute fantastic job. So anything we can do to help them, we try to help them. So they did a raffle basket on their own. And then our photographer, Joe Saferno, actually made a autographed photo book. Took 20 photos of some of the drivers, had them all signed, and we raffled it off. And Joe was able to raise over $500 to donate to Operation Vet now. So really, really, really great thing. I went to school with Joe's dad. We were in a fraternity together. And if Joe's anything like his dad, he's a first-class guy and just a, a good thing to have him there at the Speedway. Sure is, Don. We're really happy to have him part of it this year. Um, he kind of fell in love with shooting. He did a lot of nature photos in years past, and he switched over to motorsports, and he's having a great time, and we're lucky to have him. Kingston Supply made two guys happy, Caleb and Teddy. Yeah, Kingston Supply and Brian Roy, they're just amazing. They He just continues and continues to give back to the racing community. He gave a grill earlier this year, the raffle off to the fans. Then he gave us a grill for 
the fast time at the Motor Mountain Masters. And then he calls me last week and says, hey, I got two grills. Let's give them to the drivers. So anyone that ran four or more races uh, this year was eligible to be into the drawing. We went around made sure everybody had their name in the drawing. And uh, Teddy Gabala and Caleb Vasquez left there with like eight $900 grills, compliments to Kingston Supply. And that's so perfect because on a lot of race nights, the, f- the fans have like a cookout, uh, like a tailgate party after the races. So what better gift than to have a grill? Yeah, and they're really high-quality items, too. So can't thank them enough. They were a new sponsor this year. Uh, real quick story, Brian was involved in the Bruning Brother days with Jeff Dunmeyer, and he came back to the races this year as a sponsor. Now he's on the crew for Josh Dunmeyer, and he's pretty active on the crew. So uh, it's kind of neat to see things come full circle. Then ex- that explains the 07 hat he was wearing. Exactly. Yeah. I almost fell out of my chair when Dale Kimberly talked in his Victory Lane interview. Well, Dale's a talker. Uh, sometimes you get him, can't get him to stop talking, but he just doesn't do real well when the microphone's in front of him. But he was uh, pretty exuberant to get his first street stock win in the Ron's Collision street stock division, and uh, he did a very nice job. Do you think Brian Ship is smiling today? He should be. Uh, Brian is. Uh, he never gives up. He keeps fighting. Had an up and down season. He's second in points right now, but just could not pop that uh, bubble for his first win of the year. And he was able to do that this weekend. He started on the front row, and he had, did not go unchallenged. Gary Wiltrock gave him a run for his money, but at the end of the day. Brian Ship was able to revisit Stoney's victory lane for the first time this season. What I find interesting, because uh, Gary and Brian, uh, they, uh, they're like teammates, and I think both cars are in the same garage. So I believe that uh, Gary was wanted to be careful if he can beat him, fine. But the last thing he wanted to do was take him out, and they drove a great race. They did. Uh, there was battling all through the field in the Martellus Pharmacy late models, and couple points had me on the edge of my seat going, oh boys, we don't need to tear any more cars up. We did enough of that in uh, the Somerset Trust Fast and Furious 4s, but quite a late model race. Now, in the 4s, uh, when I'm watching these guys, I think, I must have missed something. I'm, I'm, they must be getting two or 3,000 to win the way they're driving. Yeah, Don, I wish that was the case, but it is uh, far from the truth there. So um, We had a 19-car fill on the track here this past weekend. It's great to see that division grow, and then in the same night, we can see that division nearly cut in half. Um, It's very disheartening to see the lack of respect for each other on the racetrack. Uh, I understand everybody wants to be competitive, everybody wants to be fast, but these guys need to have a lot more give and a lot less take. Um, Our pro stock division, they went three wide in the first lap three different times and was able to get through it. Uh, the four cylinders were not so fortunate. We tore up a lot of race cars on Saturday night, Dawn. And, you know, there are some people that watch races for the wrecks. I am not one of them people. Every time I see a race car wreck, A, I worry about the safety of the driver, which we had several drivers get evaluated with some minor injuries Saturday night. But at the same time, these guys work full-time jobs all week long to pay for these race cars to come to these racetracks. And there is nothing more discouraging than coming to the racetrack and be involved in accidents that some are not of your doing or some are someone else's fault that 
push the limits that, you know, just don't really need to be pushed. Um, you know, these last Saturday, there was a 20 lap feature event and we got guys trying to win it on laps one and two. Um, you know, Don, we can give them a really nice facility. We can give them a clean facility. We can give them a great racing service, but we can't control what's behind the wheel of these cars. And it's very troublesome to the way they treat each other, the way they talk to each other, the way they talk to officials, and the way they talk to me. And, you know, it's a long season. Here we are, 16, 17 weeks in without a break, no rainouts. I get tempers flare and people are getting wore out. But people need to stand back and think before they speak and what they say. And they need to think of what the consequences is for that. Because there are race trucks around the country that are closing their doors because of the negativity that's being at the track, on social media. You know, there's two sides to every story, but everybody always wants to be right. And if it's negative in any way, it affects them, the racetrack, their sponsors, everybody. And at some point, you're going to get people to say, it's not worth doing. Um, Our officials put up with a lot of stuff on Saturday night. They're not the ones inside these race cars, folks, you know. So it's it just, uh, it's very disheartening. And like I said, the lack of respect right now for each other in that division is very troublesome. Let's talk about next week. So next week, August 27th, we're going to have a six-division show as well as the must-see racing sprint cars. That is correct. They are sprint cars on asphalt, 410 sprint cars around the big Jennerstown half mile. Uh, really put on a great show in years past and bring a really big crowd. That is really exciting. Uh, any closing thoughts? Have we covered everything? No, Don. It's been a really good season. Uh, we've got six weeks left to go. We, hopefully we can end it on a positive note, get this out of everybody's system. Hopefully everybody comes back to the racetrack, holds their head up high, shakes hand, and we can move on. Okay. Well, excellent report. I thank you, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Don. This portion of today's program is brought to you in part by Curtis Power Solutions. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. I want to tell you a little bit about Area Auto Racing News. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rappin' on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56. But what I like best is a digital subscription, which is $45. 
Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609-888-3618. You won't be disappointed. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble, a former driver and track promoter. Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Race fans, this is late model champ Barry Audi, and you're listening to Rapid on Race. Now let's get back to the show. That 76 car, part of the Hemminger Racing crew, out here pacing this field, and he's added on two tenths of a second to his lead over the seven of Singo. It'll be a big celebration for that Mozzie camp if he can hold this one off. Two laps to go at the line. Singo in second, Burkholder third, Mostaller fourth. Nate Valente, fifth. Darren Mozzie, what a story this would be for him in his rookie season. White flag will wave. Darren Mozzie, a lap away from his first win at Jennerstown. The 76 uh, of Mozzie does have a top 10 in each uh, of the eight starts that he has this season. But out of turn number four, the checkered flag will wave. He has his first win. Darren Mozzie picks up the victory. Singo second, Burkholder third, Mostaller fourth. Nate Valente finishes fifth as Mozzie picks up the win. Hey, before the night ends, do you want to wish a happy first birthday to Jordan Mitchell? Happy birthday. We'll go down and talk to Darren Mozzie in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane for his first Victory Lane celebration. I know many of you are walking out, but let's celebrate Darren Mozzie with his first win. Gets to take this victory lap around for his first career win. He's just going to go halfway down and come backwards up the front stretch. Get to take that backwards victory lap, maybe. Darren Mozzie with a... Victory celebration in that 76 machine owned by the Hemminger Racing folks on Larry Hemminger's Hall of Fame night. Excited inside of that race car. Climbs out, makes some noise for his first win. Stands up on top of this car with a salute. Darren Mozzie picks up the win. A hug from Larry Hemminger. Tells Larry Hemminger he's waited a long time to do this. Gets to come out in front of the car. Gets a handshake from Mike Bellardi. A couple more hugs from friends and family down here. Stoney's Beer Victory Lane. Will Hemminger gives him a high five. Darren, come on over here first. We got lots of time for hugs after the race. My man, congratulations. Your first career win here at Jennerstown yeah. Speedway. How's it feel, man? Amazing. Uh, thank you for the fans that stayed, right? That's what this is about. A lot of years, a lot of people who have come here. I was here for the very first asphalt race in 1987 as a Cub Scout sitting up there. And now we do it in fast forwards. I want to first congratulate Larry on Hall of Fame. This is his paint scheme. He allows me to do this. I want to park it here for him tonight on Hall of Fame. I want to thank my parents who helped bring me here and do that. My brother who's helped me get here. Uh, our crew, Integrity Coatings, North Star Equipment. Uh, and I, I saluted because I want to thank the armed forces and the veterans and those who serve around the world so that we can do this. I want to thank you. Uh, Brock Hemminger, retiree, shout out to him as well too for holding it down. But thank you so much. A lot of people help make this happen. KT, Cake, uh, helping fund and make this go, encouragement. Uh, but most importantly to the fans, you, if it, without you, none of this happens. We're here to put on a show for you 
and you can't race if no one's here to watch. So thank you, bring people out. Uh, thank you so, so much to Jennerstown, the crowd. And again, I, will, I started and I will conclude with Larry as one of the track owners, and thank you to the Moroccos, the Prolagrudos for putting this on. Uh, but Larry, thank you. It's an honor to race for you. Thank you. Darren Mozzie picks up his first career win here at Jennerstown Speedway, an excited driver. And he's got a birthday on Wednesday, too. Happy early birthday to you, Darren. Fans, thank you so much for sticking around here at Jennerstown Speedway tonight. Another terrific night in six divisions of Advanced Auto Parts weekly racing here in NASCAR. We're going to sign off on flowracing.com. We'll be back next Saturday night. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Fans, it's my pleasure today to introduce Darren Mozzie. Darren, uh, thanks for being with us. Well, thank you so much, Don. It's my honor to be here, and I look forward to having a conversation with you about one of my favorite things, racing and family, and I look forward to uh, sharing that with our fans. Let's start with Larry Hemminger. You were in one of his cars. You've been racing, I guess, about six or seven races. How did this come to be, and how do you know Larry Hemminger? Well, yeah, what an honor. Uh, so let me first and foremost say uh, what a privilege it is to race uh, with and for Larry I've uh, known Larry pretty much all of my life. My family has grown up in the same town and neighborhood. And him and my father were friends. My father actually raced for him in the 90s as well for a season. And so I had been around the sport um, all of my life, and Larry being someone that uh, was influential in that growing up. And um, so the opportunity came over the past year that he uh, asked if it would be something we were interested in. And we kind of put the deal together, and uh, I just could not be more honored to carry uh, his flagship colors, uh, a paint scheme that he's carried for all of his racing career. So it's it's pretty sentimental and special uh, on the connection with him and his family. He's quite a guy, and then the fact that he recently went into the Hall of Fame, it kind of all came together. One of the nicest people I've ever met in racing, and I've known him going back to when he was winning championships in the small cars. Now, you... Probably, you, you knew him from growing up, but you were gone for a long time in the military. You what, 23 years in the Air Force? Yeah, a little over, actually close to 25 or more. Uh, growing up in western Pennsylvania, you know, I was a child of watching airplanes fly on TV, but hadn't had anyone in my family who had served, but it was a passion and dream of mine. And at 17, enlisted into the U.S. Air Force, my first airplane ride was to go to basic training and... Uh, my wife and uh, now, Tara, coming along with me on the journey, we've uh, kind of grown up through that process and uh, honored to have not only served but uh, traveled around the world um, in, you know, just in a variety of different experiences that, interestingly, throughout my Air Force career, has kind of always 
involved racing at different places I've been stationed and partnerships and friendships. And so, uh, yep, after retiring here a little over a year ago, my wife and I decided to come back to Western Pennsylvania and raise our family. And uh, we're grateful to be back. It's always been considered home. We would come home every chance we got. Um, but, yeah, it's another chapter in the journey to come back and be connected to our local speedway that we you know we grew up around. I grew up in the Jennerstown area. I could hear the track um, all of my life and had been to the races um, since I was 10. Uh, so, you know, getting to come back and now be uh, connected with the Speedway again is really special. Now, I understand you had somebody pretty important as your spotter for the race. Well, yeah, it's, uh, thank you for, for saying that because, uh, yeah, along the Air Force journey, early in my Air Force career, I had the privilege out in Las Vegas to go to a test session with the Cup guys. And uh, at that time in the early 2000s, the Joe Gibbs Racing Team Bobby Labani was kind of someone I looked towards, went to a test session and met one of the crew members, Jonathan Davis. And uh, we fast forward over 20 years. Jonathan has been an influential member of the racing community, working in a variety of different positions. But he's been a crew chief and a now a car chief, uh, a developing talent in racing. So he's worked with many of the cup drivers today and working with um, helping develop drivers. He's now a car chief at Dale Earnhardt Jr. Motorsports and our friendship over 20 years, watching our families grow up together. Uh, we've spent, you know, vacations together. We traveled together. And uh, that relationship came full circle this past weekend. He was able to come up to the track, uh, was a big influence in helping me work on some of the things with my driving line and drive. I, you know, I'm certainly um, growing and learning. And uh, he was, you know, he's a driver coach by nature, but a personal friend. And he was on the spotter box calling the race uh, this past weekend. And, you know, it was just it meant so much to me to have him there as uh, as part of our family. But he's an excellent driver coach as well because the things that he worked on with me were directly applicable to how we translated it to the track, and uh, the evidence of that was a pretty good result. That's really impressive. Now, isn't it nice that it happens the night you win the feature? But it sounds like he was instrumental in helping to facilitate that win. Well, highly instrumental. We arrived late Friday night, and uh, we watched some video from Flo that uh, we had looked at, and he helped coach me on some of the driving lines and ways we could use the car. Uh, we actually went up onto the spotter stand Saturday morning, and he talked about points around the track that he wanted me to hit for marks. We worked on that during hot laps over and over. Uh, it directly translated to lap times. Uh, I could feel it differently. I could give feedback to him, and uh, he coached me through that. Um, I can directly attribute to the performance and winning to him coaching me through it 100%. It doesn't get any better than that. Your The car is from a good friend from years ago, and your spotter is a first-class uh, NASCAR official and uh, or NASCAR participant. Um, I'd say all the, all the stars were lined up there, and uh, things just went really well. Now, I have a question about MCS fabrication machining. What is that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the acronym is for Mission Critical Solutions. Uh, now that I am retired, returned back to the air, I partnered with Bob McCown, entrepreneur who's owned MCS, and uh, we're working with over 70 custom fabricators with uh, quality engineering, but uh, particularly in burning, bending, and welding. We manufacture machine parts uh, from beginning to end. So from cradle to grave, we design to build for the transportation industry and the Department of Defense. So what's really come full circle is the ability to 
now machine and fabricate parts that help serve our nation's warfighters around the world and uh, keep them safe as they protect us. And so I could not be more proud. Our plant is located in Bedford, Pennsylvania, and we have racers within our plant from derby racing to other participants at Jennerstown who work on cars. And uh, it's the topic of conversation throughout the week in the shop is whether it's from Bedford, whether it's from the Freedom's Fairgrounds at Derby, uh, racing is a hot topic. Uh, we actually were just out in Michigan at the race uh, representing MCS out there wearing some colors uh, with some of the crew out at the cup race. And MCS is a, um, a really fantastic place. But uh, to know that we build things that help build America is pretty cool. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Darren Mozzie, a recent feature winner at the Jennerstown Speedway. What I liked about your uh, Victory Lane uh, interview, and I was impressed because this was prior to me finding out about you being in the armed forces, was you saluted the crowd and had some very complimentary things to say about our military. Uh, we're going to play your victory lane after this interview on Monday's show, but uh, impressed me right away. Now, by getting into racing, and we're talking seven races, have you found that you're developing a family, a racing family, that uh, you're going to meet a lot of nice people? Well, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, one of the things I appreciate that Billy Rebar, our uh, general manager and track promoter, discusses is not how just incredible the facilities are at Jennerstown, but really the racing community. And we, you know, Jennerstown is known for having incredible facilities, but it's known for great racing. And I happen to be in a division of chargers that, uh, you know, it's an entry division, but these guys are up on the wheel, but they have welcomed me in. Uh, I could not be more ecstatic to be welcomed by a peer group of racers. Steve Singo, Nate Valente, known as Nacho, Ken Burkholder, up on the wheel. First year for him, but he is awesome to race with. Nick Nemec, Frampton, these guys are getting after it, but they're also the first ones to come up and congratulate you or help you. And that we have the best division uh, for both racing and for the camaraderie, I mean, we are getting after it each race. I think we put on a heck of a show. Um, with that being said, Don, I would be remiss if I didn't then mention that the in that crowd are not only veterans, but parents, brothers, and sisters of someone serving in the armed forces around the world. And that's what you know. I love that in racing, we they honor not only our nation's vets, but that we can bring that back to a local area. And someone in that crowd has a, a connection to either a first responder or someone serving uh, and giving back in service. You know, now that I'm a retiree and an old man, I look back now and go, um, how do we carry that forward uh, for those who are out there continuing to serve? So I'm one guy just piloting this thing, but um, every time we get the chance and we do it, we're going to, you know, there's a mom or a dad somewhere up in that crowd whose son is off serving or daughter, and uh, we want to make sure they're not that they're recognized and that they're honored. Uh, racing's one small aspect of it, but you're, to your point on the community, the family community centered around it, um, is what is so fantastic and uh, keeps bringing us back, doesn't it? You mentioned the word piloting. Were you a pilot? What was your responsibilities in the Air Force? Well, yeah, no, I'm the good recipient of being an aircraft maintenance technician, avionics by trade, and then uh, had the honor and privilege. In my career to serve at the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds, the demonstration team where I was an advanced crew chief flying in the back seat from show to show. So not a pilot by trade, but having logged many hours um, across the country, getting to make it to many speedways and uh, air shows where we 
connected with the racing community. I was part of, in the early 2000s, the first Daytona 500 flyover with the Air Force Thunderbirds, and they still do it today. Uh, this year, now also doing the Indy 500, and we kicked those off. And so I'm proud to have connected those two. Um, every time they fly over, uh, I'm honored to know that we were a part of that as the red, white, and blue colors fly over a race to kick it off. Uh, you know, that that's just a great part of how the military ties back. Um, and so, you know, I'm just the lucky recipient, uh, blessed, I should better say, by the good Lord to have given me an opportunity to just be around great people. Uh, my family being involved in it, my parents who brought me to the track when I was 10, uh, being around Larry that you mentioned, meeting people like Jonathan, um, other friends, people who, I mean, I've had people Venmo me money to buy tires. Uh, it, it's, it's just a great opportunity um, of people coming together to celebrate. So this past weekend was just a celebration of a lot of hard work, but other people, I'm just the guy who gets to stand out front, but it certainly wasn't me. Fans, we need to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more discussion with Darren Mozzie after these messages. This portion of today's program was brought to you in part by Curtis Power Solutions. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Hi, this is NASCAR driver Josh Berry, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. Fans, we're back. We're talking to a very interesting gentleman, Darren Mozzie. Uh, Darren, you mentioned about the Charger division. The only difference between 
the Chargers and Barry Audi is the finances. I mean, the people in your division, they work just as hard. They have the dedication. They have the passion. But in many cases, do not have an unlimited budget or a ton of sponsors. So, uh, you know, the efforts with you and and the other drivers in that division are amazing. You mentioned uh, Nacho Nate. You know, I'm sure you've heard him, but when he's done racing, he gets up in the booth and he works with the announcer to call some of the other races, which is really incredible. Yeah, you know, again, that that whole community has been fantastic. The Charge Division is a special place. Didn't know that coming into it uh, on how connected it would be. They, you know, they race hard, they get after it, but then they're a vital part of the track. It, it's an entry division that you can enter into. And as my friends in racing remind me, you know, my flo- phone is blowing up. They'll say, Darren, never forget that, the fun you're having doing this um, is as good as it gets. And then as you move forward, it can become more complicated along the way and all those things. And we never want to lose root of that. Uh, you know, Barry that you mentioned is a track legend, but people wouldn't see from the inside too. He's also known affectionately as the professor because he'll help anyone on their cars. And if someone approaches and asks, it doesn't matter whether it's a competitor or in the charger division, he's helped teaching me how to work on the sway bar or the minor adjustments we're allowed to make. Um, you know, I've gone to him several times. I've known him all of my life, but I've watched new racers arrive from out of town. And he's the first to go up and help teach them how to set up their car. You don't have that at a lot of tracks. That that infield is a special place, and I would, you know, I hope in time we can help connect the greater fan base to what happens on this subculture intra you know inside the the infield because you know drivers are passionate they're going to get after it especially if you bump or rub somebody or get after it but you know back into the charger division they race so clean i've raced side by side with some of these guys and then they come right up after because they don't have unlimited finances we can't dump somebody else's equipment because then you can't come back um so you know there's a lot of respect given and that's lost sometimes but these guys have it you mentioned Barry. His father was the same way. I had the honor of being friends with his dad until he passed away. I actually met him at Jennerstown, and from that time on, we were really good friends. And uh, must be something in the water up there because the Audi family, not only both legends, but so helpful. And what amazes me about Barry, one of his competitors competitors in his division will come to him for help and he'll help them and then he'll have to go out and race against them one one year he sold one of his cars uh to the kid that has a number three and and the, he, he was beating barry in barry's old car yeah. it's so true but that 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 um character trait is across that entire infield and uh that was something that when jonathan came here davis from you know, traveling the country, he said, was so special. He said, everyone knows Jennerstown for its facilities. People have to come here uh, to watch great racing and spend time doing it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's been across the board. So that, that tone is set from the top. That's the track owners who are willing to invest and reopen it. You know, we have a very special thing there. It takes the fans to come back. We have to honor them. If the fans don't come and support it and bring others, then, you know, there's just cars riding around in a circle. So, you know, Don, your show, us all connecting it, gets that out there. And we've got to continue to carry that momentum forward and take care of each other. Let's circle back to the car now. Was this car ready to race or was it stored away in one of Hemminger's garages? Uh, how did that come to be? Well, no, Larry's had this for a couple of years. His grandsons um, have raced it. Will, who many know who runs in the Pro Stock, actually piloted this as well. 
uh, two years ago. Uh, a year ago, Barry's daughter, Carly, um, was in the car for uh, several races, and I've taken tips from her uh, on this. So there's been others that have raced this over a two-, three-year period. Uh, but, we you know, we, we, we've aggressively pursued how to make this thing roll the turns. It's got a lot of speed, but it was a... You know, it's a car that uh, need you know needs to be able to roll the turns better. So we've had to look at how you know how can we make this thing with the limited changes you can make. Uh, you know, the Charger division is a pure stock car, no suspension adjustments. There's only very limited things you can do, and I was limited on talent. So it came back to a driving line. I've gone to Steve Singo the night of that race. I went to Steve Singo and asked advice to have him follow me during hot laps to give me how can I run a line. And um, he's a teacher, and so I, you know, where else do you get that? That helps. You know, the big thing you can do on those cars is you have to have a better driving line because it's not all just adjustments. So you got to get better at piloting the car itself. You know, Billy Rebar says you have to get Darren Mozzie on your show. He's an amazing gentleman. I had no idea what he meant, but he was right on the money. Now, when it comes to pit crew, do you like uh, end up with the Hemminger pit crew, or do you have someone else separate that's helping you with the car? Well, thank you so much for asking, Don. Uh, the, the Hemminger crew certainly helps us get there from the stable in the morning. When we leave the shop, we all help load up together, and at night we all help load up. But they're going a 1,000 miles an hour. I can lean on Mike's crew. I can lean on Will. There's some awesome team over there, Bob, Tammy. But they're dedicated to their team, uh, Yunk and their spotter. I have a mutual friend that I grew up with named Jonathan Boyer. He is the owner of Integrity Coding Business Floor Recovering. Uh, floor covering, high-end floor covering, and he helps pull the car with his truck. Him and his son, Dylan, are there with me, and we're learning this together. So my brother, Eric, uh, Jonathan, and Dylan, um, that's my crew along with my boys, but uh, it's just us. We're learning. Um, IntegrityCodingsOfPA.com. From Pittsburgh to Harrisburg, if you need a floor redone, this is your man, 814-233-0881. And uh, that helps keep us going. They're on the hood of our car. Uh, Larry's having his garage hopefully redone here soon, and you'll see the photos coming out. But he does amazing stuff. Uh, but, yeah, they help keep this thing going without them, like every racer, right? Those logos that are on a car all have a meaning behind them on how everyone got to there. And, uh, we, you know, we want to share those and, and uh, because that's how everybody gets there to, you know, the cost of a tire, cost of fuel, cost of entry uh, to make this thing go comes from sponsors. I have a thing on this show. It's called Auto Racing 101 where I suggest the drivers. I play their victory lane interviews at the end of the show because what frustrates me, and this is not the case with Darren Mozzie, when a driver in Victory Lane will say, I want to thank my sponsors, they know who they are. I, I want to light my hair on fire when I hear that. But your explanation there just blended right in with our discussion, and you covered all these topics. And hopefully some of the other drivers, when they hear this, they can benefit from it so they can acknowledge their sponsors and uh, – just really great. Hey, we're coming up on a commercial break. Any closing thoughts, anyone else you would like to acknowledge? Well, certainly, obviously, again, first and foremost, Larry, for giving me the opportunity. And then my direct family, my wife, Tara, we started on this journey together over 26 years ago. And she allows me to do this by, uh, you know, living a childhood dream. Getting to the, She's in the stands with my four kids, teenagers, with all their friends and that's what makes this great. So uh, together on the journey, we all do this. But, Don, your show, 
Billy, for coming on, give us an opportunity. If we don't have this, then we don't have the ability to your platform. Let's share this with everyone. I'm going to push it out to military members around the world. And I can assure you this, NASCAR crew members and fans from Charlotte are going to be listening to this as well, too, as they travel. So this is a cool platform. Thank you so much, Don, that I get the chance to talk with you. I'm honored to be on this uh, on this line. Thank you so much. And thank you for an excellent interview. Yes, sir. Thanks. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. Tyler Harris, how are you? I'm doing well, Don. How are you? 
Very good. What's uh, what's on the agenda? What's coming up? Well, we just got done with a pretty exciting weekend at uh, the Speedway. It wasn't any racing going on, but the circus was in town. The Nuclear Brothers Circus was there, and tell you what, it's a very impressive outfit that they put on. They put on our Monster Truck Show every year as well, uh, but this time they came through with a circus. They leased the property put up the big circus tent and uh really impressive outfit that they have and the best part of all the most important thing was a bunch of kids went home with smiling faces and truly that's all that really matters at the end of the day you said big tent when i saw the picture i said oh my god it covers half the parking lot <laughs> yeah yeah i couldn't believe it it's it's I, 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 impressive is basically the best word that i can use for it it's it seriously blew me away with how professional everything was, how, how, I mean, it was just, it was excellent. It was a great show. So that's uh, in the books. Now, what are we looking for uh, this coming weekend? Yeah, racing returns this coming weekend, August the 27th, for the Fast on Dirt 410 winged sprint cars, and they will be taking on our local boys, the Western PA winged 410 sprint cars, and that's all presented by Falcone's Moon Township Automotive. It also happens to be Falcone night, which means that if you are a Falcone Automotive employee, you do get in for free with the proper identification. Um, but it's going to be an exciting show, Don. Um, you know, 410 Sprint Cars, the Dirt Monster Half Mile, they are the fastest cars on dirt, and they will be taking on at the track that is the fastest in western Pennsylvania, arguably. And um, should always put on a good show. This will be number three for the year for the winged 410s. We also had a wingless 410 show but uh, the winged sprint cars come back, and they'll be joined by our action event divisions, the Rourke Automotive Rushter Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks for a weekly series event, the Chaplick Packing Hobby Stocks, the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns, the Crawford Auto Repair Open Four Cylinders, and the uh, Rush Sports and Modifieds also coming to the Speedway next week, too. So a huge show on tap for August 27th. And we're just excited to have the uh, Fast on Dirt Sprint Cars with us as well to put on a really nice show. A lot of big things happening. What else can we talk about? Well, there's a lot coming up, too. I mean, the weekend after that, September the 3rd, it's going to be the 16th annual Red Miley Rumble for the Rorick Automotive Rushter Late Models. Uh, pretty impressive and hard to believe it's been 16 years already. But uh, the Red Miley Rumble always has been consistently a must-watch show, um, and it's a nice way to help our local Rushter late-model drivers, you know, with a little extra money in their pockets. We are accepting last sponsors for that event, so if you are interested in, um, you know, getting your name out there for your business or if you want to, a lot of people like to um, donate in memory of somebody who's lost over the past couple of years or in the you know somebody in the racing community for that matter um there's that availability availability to do so um you can just reach out to the track facebook page and let us know um or get a hold of matt miley directly or anybody for the miley family for that matter and we'll be able to make that happen for you so red miley rumble coming up on september the 3rd um the josh langer memorial the week after that for the chaplick packing hobby socks it'll be over one thousand dollar to win race Honestly, our entire schedule that's remaining, which is hard to believe that we're so far into the season now, it's jam-packed on, and uh, the entire schedule is available for viewing at ppms.com 
or follow us on Facebook at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Uh, either way, we'll be able to get you directed to where you need to find that remaining schedule. I always enjoy the Red Miley Rumble. Got to know Red very well from, geez, when he first started out as a 16-year-old that was a car owner at the Pittsburgh Racing Association up until his passing. And he accomplished so many things in short track racing that this memorial race just pays tribute to a wonderful man. Absolutely. And, and, and being as honest as I can be, Don, I never had the pleasure of meeting Red. Um, but I hear so much about him, obviously being so closely tied in with the Miley family still at Pittsburgh. But even from some of the drivers and some of the workers, they just speak so highly of him. And uh, you yourself have spoken very highly to, of him to me as well. So getting to know more about these people that uh, we pay homage to throughout the course of the season has been uh, honestly so much fun for me just to be able to take those deep dives into the racing history to and that history of making what racing is today you know, it it really comes to mind for me. Well, in addition to what he did at Pittsburgh, when he was running Motordrome, he would stand at the exit of the Speedway and thank every fan for coming. That is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, it's something that I try to do myself, you know, if I'm making my way down to Victory Lane, closer to the end of the night when people start kind of piling out of the Speedway, I try to make sure I say thank you to to a lot of the people who who came out with us. And, I mean, their hard-earned money comes in to the Speedway, um, and hopefully we put out a product that they find that was worthwhile. And, uh, and, you know, nonetheless, we just want to thank them for the patronage um, because without the fans, we can't do it. It's it's just not possible. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's great that Red's done that, and you've told me that before as well. So um, I'm just happy to be able to, you know, continue that respect and continue that homage to him uh, through this race. It's it's an exciting time. Yes, sir. The other thing I want to talk about, too, coming up is the uh, 34th annual Pittsburgher weekend. Um, And obviously that's the that's the keynote of our year, you know, and uh, (laughs) it used to be what we used to hang our hat on every year. That'd be the last event of the season. However, that's changed. We have one coming up on October the 8th. But as far as the Pittsburgher goes, some news to come out uh, recently about the Pittsburgher. Some people may know what that news is already, but if you haven't heard yet, the Pittsburgher is not going to be a 100 lap race this year. Uh, the reason being is Lucas, the Lucas Oil Late Model Third Series, have decided that any bigger races at dirt, at dirt tracks that are over uh, half mile or uh, big half mile or larger is what they were phrased it. Um, those laps would be brought down to 75 laps instead of 100. The biggest reason being is just where you, where we are at with the economy right now, part shortages, tire shortages. It's just very very difficult for these teams to have to run 100 laps on a big race track like that. And it's completely understandable. And, you know, I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing either. I don't think this takes away from the event one little bit at all. If anything, it adds a new dimension to this event for the Pittsburgher on uh, Saturday, October the 1st. I think it's going to be really interesting, Don, because if you look back at the past two seasons, 2020-2021, the 2020 winner was Ricky Thornton Jr., and needed all 100 laps, basically, to ensure that he won. And same thing for 2021 when Hudson O'Neill won. He needed all 100 laps. He was he was a lap down halfway through the race when the uh, caution came out for, I believe, the fuel stop. He got his lap back, and then he drove back up through and passed for the lead on lap number 93. So it makes it that much more important now, and the dimension completely changes for a 75-lap race. 
Well, and I salute uh, the Lucas people because it just makes sense. The economy is a mess. Fuel's expensive. You can't get tires. You can't get parts. I think 75 laps is an excellent number. I agree. I agree. And it does, it's not going to hurt the purse at all. It's going to be the same purse to pay out $20,000 to win. That's not changing one bit. So as uh, Jim Zufall always claimed it, from hot laps to 100 laps, it'll be hot laps to 75 laps this year. Um, not sure if that's going to be how it's going to be for the rest of the uh, Pittsburgher, life of the Pittsburgher. I hope not. Um, you know, but who's to say that this isn't a better format and this doesn't work better? Um, it's hard to say for sure, but I know for this year it will be 75 laps, and we'll see how things go after that. I know the Pittsburgher 100 has always been a uh, pretty easy moniker to follow through with, you know, and it kind of just rolls off the tongue perfect, but Pittsburgher's just fine, and I'm very excited for the October 1st show. Um, doesn't hinder my opinion on the race one bit. A lot of exciting things coming up here. I'm looking forward to all of them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's what, uh, you know, I'm sitting here talking about the Pittsburgher for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. It's also nights one and two for the Bill Hendren Memorial. And uh, you talk about the rush, uh, rush late model races that have been taking place throughout the course of the season at Pittsburgh. Uh, one of the most competitive divisions of the track, no, no doubt about it. But the Touring Series races have been absolutely phenomenal. Um, the Herb Scott Memorial, the first one of the season, was great. The most recent one, the Juke George Steel City Classic, saw Logan Robertson take the win in dramatic fashion, too. A great race between himself and Mike Norris before disaster struck for Norris. And I have a feeling that the night number one and night number two of the Bill Hendren Memorial races uh, will be of no exception to that as well. These rush play models really put on a great show everywhere they go, everywhere they go. And uh, it's not going to be any different at Pittsburgh, I feel, on Friday, September 30th for night number one, and then Saturday, uh, or Saturday, October the 1st for night number two. Sounds good. Have we covered everything? Do you have any closing thoughts? Well, I could talk for hours, Don, and uh, <laughs> I admit that all day of the week. But um, I just—I tell you what—I'm—I'm I'm really a huge fan of what's going on down at Dirt's Monster Half Mile in Imperial, PA, uh, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. This has been a, such a fun year. It's—it's it's honestly been a blast. The racing has been lights out, phenomenal. It's been great, um, and we put on a good show. And I really feel like we put out a really good product that we can hang our hats on and be really proud of. And I think that we've had a really positive response from the fans as well. I feel like that they believe the same thing. It's not just me talking up a big game on something, but it, it truly holds its own weight you know, when it comes to value and, and what you get for what you pay. So I'm just really excited for the remainder of the year. I'm sad to see that the, the year is winding down, but I know that the remaining schedule uh, is going to provide plenty of entertainment. And, you know, who's to say that we're not going to see, you know, a race of the year contender in one of these remaining races in We've had so many come off the top of the mind now, but uh, I'm just really excited, and I hope it, if you haven't made your way down to Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway this year yet, you have plenty of opportunity to do so. All scheduling and ticketing information is available on our website at ppms.com. So if there's a uh, an event that uh, catches your eye, make sure to stop on down and, and see what it's all like down at Pittsburgh. I think the Miley's are fortunate that their announcer is a guy that could talk for hours, and I commend you on that. Your reports are excellent. I look forward to them every week, and I want to thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks for having us, Don. We appreciate it. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive.
Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live Mondays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at iTunes, Tune in Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracin at gmail.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Pits after the race, and joining us is tonight's winner of the inaugural Ken Sheltbrand Memorial, Ashton Winger. Ashton, congratulations. You don't have any laps here at Lernerville Speedway, but the 58 Big Frog Motorsport car does. It's when it comes in here, no matter who's behind the wheel, whether it's Mark Whitener and, and you tonight, it's a good car. And, you know, throughout the heat races and even through the feature, you and Michael Norris, epic battle from a driver's standpoint. You guys race clean. 
you raced hard, but that's all you can ask for. Yeah, yeah no, though, we had inches between us. I think we got together one time there, kind of throwing sliders, getting into three, just kind of fighting for real estate. But no, shoot, it seemed like we couldn't get away from each other. I, uh, our car was really good. I guess I, uh, you know, Mike Ray and Augie and everybody, they've they put this deal together. And, um, you know, obviously Mark Whitener has got a pretty good feel for this place. He's got a, a pretty good baseline for this place. It was really good tonight. So our car was just really good. And I felt really maneuverable, whether the racetrack was fast or whatever it blew off and got kind of dirty. It didn't get as slick as I thought it would. But, um, you know, our car was just good. Like I said, there's a lot of awesome people on this car. And I'm just really lucky to be able to drive it. For as hot as it was today, and you, you raced all over the United States, would you have thought the track would have been as heavy as it was this evening? Uh, it seemed like it was prepared pretty similar to the way the firecracker was this year. Um, you know, like I said, I actually got to think in there under caution one time uh, in the big 100 lapper, I kind of struggled, but there was one point in the race where I felt pretty good, where I found a really good line through three and four, and I kind of went back to that, and that's actually what allowed me to get back to Michael. And, uh, you know, like I said, we just raced hard, and I was able to find a line there. And I'm, like, I really felt like he was probably a little better than me, um, especially the longer we got going. He could just run that cushion way harder. I was a little too tight to get up there, but um, – um, I knew that if I could get out in the lead, that was my best shot, you know what I'm saying, to set the pace. You know, they say sometimes it's better to be in second, but for me, you know, in these short stints, it's better to get the lead and make them pass you. And I was just able to use the whole racetrack and, and disrupt his air. And uh, He got by me a couple times, but luckily as I, I was able to cross back under him. And uh, like I said, our car's just really good. And I've got really good people surrounding me, and I'm just uh, you know, back to having fun racing again. This is awesome. You know, for the first half, Michael led, and you, know, you took the lead, I guess, probably around maybe the lap 11 or 12, but, you know, with the cautions, there was like nine cautions throughout the event. And, and sometimes, I guess under UMLS rules, they put you guys single foul. It's, I guess after you had two consecutive cautions, I think that's maybe Chris's rules. But to me, watching the race, those were the critical points because you guys were so even, you had to make it up and, you know, Michael took the high line, you know, you you could take the car through the middle and if you could run well through the middle here at Lernerville Mm -hmm. you have a distinct advantage and when you were able to come out side by side going down the backstretch, then it was anybody's game. Yeah, like I said, uh, it's it's actually weird, you know, under caution especially under these short stints, the cautions are what kind of make or break it because the way our cars are designed now and the way aero effects some and everything it's honestly like you know if you have a 10 lap run typically whoever just gets the jump is going to get the lead and then it's going to it's just like a, a dog fight to try to get back to to whoever's leading and then uh so under caution i was just trying to pick and choose where i was rolling the racetrack in and uh i was trying my best to roll it in to where the longer we'd run on that cushion the more would move it out and uh, I don't, yeah i don't really know if anybody got up there with me but i know the biggest thing was i got a really good restart one time it slid norris and then uh we had a caution and then it's like he got to protect it a little bit. I think if he wouldn't have protected uh, and just went stayed running his line, I think he probably would have been able to just roll on because, you know, the first time I went there and tried to slide him, I could hear him out there and I knew I was going to clear him, so I lifted, left him a lane and he drove off like half a straightaway and one straightaway. So, um, you know, like I said, I think it was just a matter of, you know, I kind of had to make sure he knew I was there and see if I could rattle him a little bit. And honestly, I didn't really feel like I was. It was just uh, the cards kind of fell in my favor. And I felt like I drove by him two or three times, but every time I'd drive by him, we'd cross each other over and we'd be barely next to each other and at the finish line uh, he would barely get me and I'd 
have to restart second again. So it's uh, like I said, these short races, it's just way easier to lead and get out front and set the pace. And um, like I said, it's it's awesome uh, when you got such an awesome race car and awesome people. I need to thank, uh, like I said, Augie and Jenna, Big Frog Motorsports, uh, Mike Ray. He keeps this thing up. It's awesome. My dad's been working his butt off on this thing too. Uh, Dave's towing, M and W Transport, uh, VP Racing Fuels, Boswells, Hoosier Racing Tire, uh, Kaiser Manufacturing Integra Shocks. My dad, uh, Little Brian, DJ, uh, Cala Restaurant Supply, um, you know Hoosier Racing Tire. Uh, there's, I know I'm always for FK Rod ends. I always forget something. I try my best not to. Rocket Chassis is, you know, I'm I'm glad to be back in Rocket Cars. There, uh, it's kind of always what I've, you know, I've been, I've been in. I've I've run a, a couple of other things, and uh, so I'm just, you know, I'm excited. You mentioned these cars are so aero-dependent. Just for grins or whatever, the roofs were off tonight. Now, I know with the All-Stars and some of the different series that you run, you run with the roofs off from time to time. Uh, I think there's a North-South 100 that you run the roofs off. We don't really do that here much in Western Pennsylvania. Just how cool was it just to have the roof off? Or, you know, with the roof off, is there any any difference in uh, aero? I'm sure there is, you know what I'm saying? There's, uh, you know, I think, I definitely think they probably go a little faster, but honestly, it's, uh, this looks cool. Yeah, no, yeah, it's something different, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure if we always ran without roofs and then we put roofs on, you know what I'm saying? People would say that would look cool. So it's just something different, and it's, uh, you know, it's cool. And like I said, I also need to want to say something about the Shorten Brand family and the Yetter family. This, I know this is a memorial race, so thanks to ULMS and, you know, like I said, Lernerville for having us here. But uh, it was a cool, different little race. You know, like I said, we only raced topless two, three times a year, so it was uh, it's cool to get out here. I actually enjoy getting out in this part of the country and racing, so it was, uh, it was cool to get my first win out here. Well, congratulations on the win. I, I, you know, I know your schedule's up in there. Hopefully we'll see you back maybe you know, for the Stampede, you know. and maybe we'll see you at the Pittsburgher come October. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Hopefully we'll see you guys soon. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. 
The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. We're at Lauderville Speedway. We're at the, one of the pavilions, and joining us is Lynn Geisler. Lynn, this is an event that you put on every year for your sponsors. We're, we're sitting down at a picnic table. We're looking at the beautiful silver and blue number one Cochran car. And I'm looking at it, it says AFR 25 years. So that's 25 years for Alex. But then I, I heard you say in your introduction, that's 25 years for you as well. So you drove it for at least 25 years, and Alex has 25 years in as well. You guys were competitors, but you do this for your sponsors, and you have to be the consummate marketing professional. And, and I know I've heard this story over and over when you first started. You know, Jack Crowell kind of took you under your wings, but this is an annual event and you bring not only your sponsors but some of the fans that have supported you for over the years yeah it's been really good and like I say it's been a really great relationship with Alex and I'm happy to be a part of his 25th year I actually was a, was part of his first year because he and my son Travis raced together at PMS in when they were both just 17 18 years old so this is kind of cool it's funny a few years ago you know you're a member of many Hall of Fames also of the Pittsburgh Circle Track Hall of Fame and we installed Alex in there a few years ago before all the craziness in the world hit but everybody goes said he He's so young. I'm like, but yeah, when you started like six, seven, and now you're 40, that's a pretty long career. Yeah, it is, and and it's it goes to show that it is a lasting thing. I mean, they have a really good relationship with his family and his kids, and you're able to do it all those years because it is a family sport. Yeah, if you had to just break it down to an individual, you, we'd never be able to last that long. Well, it's been funny. I've been walking through that pitch tonight, and I've interviewed Dave. Hess. I interviewed Corey McPherson. All these guys, are they're, they're getting a little bit older, not as old as we are, but at the same fact, they have families now, and it's a whole different perspective from when you, know, you raced, and then when you know Travis got into the car, from what you do as a driver to watch your son race is a whole different perspective. Yes, it is. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, now that I'm involved as much with the team as I am now, I don't know how I ever had time to work and do this one. When I was racing myself because it seems to me like it's a full-time job now and, and doing right by sponsors is a full-time job well, it's so funny I, I know you listen to the show and you're a big part of the clock and report every every month but Don's on this crusade right now and I'm looking at the car and it's one of his big pet peeves he goes I'd like to thank my sponsors you know who they are you would have never done that. No, you, you can't do that. You, you only get a chance to acknowledge them on a personal basis a few times a year. And
and you have got to get your act together and acknowledge him by name. Earlier when it was Cochran, I had to sit a chance to sit down and talk with Robin and Jack, and just you know share some memories. And you know, you look at this over the years, and you often say, "I think you kid Don is if I don't know what I would do if I didn't have racing." Well, that's for sure, and and that's why I'm still doing it because hey, I did it for you know 38 years, 40 years myself, but I still enjoy the people. My friends are here, and it's fun racing with Alex. Well, that's the best part. I, I tell everybody when it doesn't become fun you can't do it. You, it, it's time no matter all the memories that you had it, it's time to you know pack it up and say you know I've had a great career well then who on this special night here that you've been invited so many people is there anyone you want to thank well obviously uh, number one Cochran has just you know been around forever um, you know Jack's auto recycling and metals they're, they're also an active they're a new person but then I have my old friends here Rick Balea my brother Gary and it's just any number of people that are involved I mean Glow Racing with Gary O'Carr these guys are what really makes our team be able to do what it does and again those are the people that need the thanks and you had a crew over the years your guys were so loyal to you you traveled up and down the east coast many memories and some of them were able to be here and again maybe not seeing them on a regular basis is real special to you Lynn it is this is as much sponsorship and friendship night as, as it can be you know and I really enjoy it I had to laugh I, the last couple of weeks I've been traveling around and I hit three fan appreciation nights and it's also autograph night when we were getting autographs we got an autograph these kids nowadays it's like Halloween on the front straightaway <laughs> yeah I guess but hey, the sign of the times we do what we can do well then again thank you for everything you do for the sport and for your sponsors and hopefully Alex will have a good evening tonight good thank you very much Listeners, uh, joining us now is Lynn Geisler. Lynn, I'd like to have a recap of maybe the last two weeks for the number one Cochran team so we can share that with all of your marketing partners. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a real good idea. I, I, you know, myself, I wasn't at two of the races, but uh, I was um, out at the North-South race. But we had we had a good weekend, and that, that, that bears mentioning um, – you know, we actually uh, won the race at Dog Hollow. Uh, we started in third or fourth, and Alex came forward and was seven or eight to go, took the lead, and we had a real nice win there. That was uh, that. That was a good start to the weekend. Well, let's pick. Let's keep going. Let's pick it up from there. Yeah, and from there we uh, traveled on down to Hagerstown, and that was a ULMS race, which usually brings some. Some pretty good cars, particularly out on the East Coast. There's, you know, always a lot of challengers out there. And again, we qualified well. Uh, started uh, sixth. Uh, we're running fourth with a good, solid fourth. Looked like finish. Had a restart. Got, got bottled up and dropped back to ninth, but came back to sixth. And you have to look at that with a grain of salt and, and that you were able to advance from dropping back. So we considered that a good a good night as well. 
Well, when you think about the quality of cars that are at a race like that, any forward movement is a good thing. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, everyone that's that's racing today has got good equipment, and you know, it, it's just a hard thing. I mean, there's there's a lot of good competition out there. One of the th- questions that seems to pop up from time to time with all the teams is tire shortages, fuel costs, uh, parts. Uh, is the number one Cochrane team struggling with any of these issues? Uh, well, we're no different than anyone else. Our our line on parts and tires and stuff's the same as everybody else's. And yes, the tires are the tires are a problem. You've you've got an allotment. You you've got to shuffle around how many you do get. And on top of that, you know we're a little bit self governing because the price is horrendous. So yeah, sometimes even if they're available, you wonder. It, what should I do? I mean, you know, tires used to be one hundred twenty-five dollars, and now they're two twenty-five. Yeah. So it's just it's just it's just the way the world is today, and racing's not exempt for sure. I like the uh, the new body style on the car. It's beautiful. Yes, it is, and uh, yeah, we have to give credit to Alex's wife Brenda. I mean, she was the she was instrumental in doing that, and uh, she really did a good job. And, and that leads us into the learner build for the, uh, actually, for my sponsor night uh, appreciation get-together and Alex's 25th year of racing. It was a really super good night. And, again, we had a really strong performance where there were 32 cars and we finished third. So that. That that really topped off a nice evening. One of the things that sparked my interest, and I wasn't aware of it, uh, I can remember a young kid working his way up, and now I find out Alex been doing this for 25 years. I think, where did the time go? That's for sure. I mean, you know, he, he's a seasoned veteran now, and I still call him the kid, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, but I guess that's because he and my son started racing together the same year at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway 25 years ago. So yeah. that all fits, you know, and kind of kind of a cool thing uh, where that car has carried 25 years of veteran experience twice now. So, and and if you think about it, you got 40 plus years, he's got 25. Uh, that's a big deal today at racing because a lot of teams they come and go but longevity with both of you is just incredible yes and again in my case you know you know my credit comes to the long-term sponsorship with number one cochran and uh yeah this would certainly not be available to anyone now that now it's available to alex as well as myself and you know they are a big supporter of motorsports in general, as well as our team. And I understand Mike Rissatana was there for the party. He had to leave there with a big smile and a full stomach. Well, he certainly did. That was his first experience at Todd's barbecuing, and um, he he might not make the time to come back for the race, but I guarantee you he'll be back for the food next year. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming up on a commercial. Any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add? 
just like to thank everybody that participates in this in this car because that's what it takes to keep it going. And uh, we've certainly been having a lot of fun. I, I'd like to think that they are too. And by the turnout at the uh, appreciation night, I, I think they did. So that's all good. Uh, thank you for having me. All right. You have a nice day. Okay, thanks. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC-JWCA are unaffiliated entities. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th Annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George, Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Chaz, congratulations. What a debut here at Lake Trobe with the big box. $2,000 going home to Ohio for the Duncan of Warren car number three. Yeah, it's great. Uh, thank you. Thank you to Latrobe and uh, all the sponsors here making this possible. And uh, it's a great thing. I got my buddy Cody here, uh, my main man, uh, Hayden. Um, You know, it was great. It kind of just fell into my lap there. And uh, I guess when it falls, you got to take it. Now, last night we were talking up at Lernerville, and you weren't sure you were going to make it tonight. But we we talked to the uh, Russ King Racing Enterprises owner. And you're part of that team. And... uh, I said, he told me, he said, we're going to a bar mitzvah. I still don't believe he's there, but he did text me, and he told me to tell you muzzle tough. Yeah, 
That means that's Jewish for congratulations. Right. Yes, and uh, anyway, he says we're going to be represented by Chaz Walbert. And uh, I'll tell you what, you did the Kings proud tonight. Yeah, it's uh, this is a pretty cool track. First time we've ever been here, and uh, it, it's pretty neat. And I didn't really know the speed I had to be there in the feature, but uh, like I said, everything fell our way, and we had to take it. And this is your first year aboard a Ford. I'm sorry, Satoshi got me confused. <laughs> this is your first year aboard a big block modified. You graduated from the 602s. Yeah, yeah, this is our uh, our own big block uh, first year in it, and uh, we've had great success in the sportsmen, and uh, we're hoping to continue to progress our success in the big block series. And what do you think of the ultra-fast mile, half-mile here at Lake Trove? It's pretty cool. If, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, Thunder Mountain over in PA a little bit, lo a uh, little bit longer. Uh, kind of gives me that feel. But uh, it's pretty cool. It's got a lot of bite to it, and I was looking at my right rear. Really... Uh, not a lot. It's not killed, so we're good for that. Yeah, I want to thank, first off, I want to thank uh, God for, uh, for everything, because without him, none of us would be here. And uh, my wife, my little guy, Kanan, uh, my dad, my little brother, uh, this one's for my grandpa. Uh, he's going through some health stuff right now, so we're going to give that to him. All my sponsors, all the fans, and everybody here at Latrobe for coming out and supporting us and supporting dirt racing. $2,000 going home with Chaz Walbert. Race hands, give a round of applause. Chaz Walbert, second career, big block win. And don't forget the special muzzle top from the Kings. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri.
Well, walking through the pits at Bernabelle Speedway, this year the C-33 has been suspiciously absent. It was here a couple weeks ago. Corey McPherson, you've had a lot of success, a lot of fun here, multiple championships, many, many wins. But this year, your children kind of came to the forefront where last couple years they've taken an interest in uh, junior motocross and we'll just take it from there. You've just been the role model dad and you put your racing behind so that they can have some fun. Yeah, I mean, Lernerville Speedway is where I started my racing career. It's where we're in my first race. It's actually where I met my wife. Uh, it's where I proposed to my wife in Victory Lane. Um, it's where it all started, and uh, now just things have taken a little turn. Uh, my two daughters have showed an interest in racing their bikes, and uh, there's just not enough time to do all of it. So uh, at the end of last year, I sat down and talked with them, and they were pretty serious and adamant about racing themselves. So I didn't even think twice about it, and I parked my car and got the bikes ready, and we've been since February been traveling all over the country racing bikes almost every weekend and uh, I've only made it out in the stock car once this year this, this will be our second race here tonight so hopefully uh, we can get a win or close to it and uh, keep it rolling have to knock some of that rust off but, but Corey how special is it they've wa watched and witnessed so many memorable moments for you but now the shoe's on the other foot and we, we know it's going to be a proud dad moment but when they win or they have success again it's a completely different feeling because what you're feeling for yourself is one thing but when it's your children and they're having success and they're having fun you can't put a price tag on that no you can't um all the money I've spent in the last year, which is probably more than I've spent stock car racing, I'd, I'd spend 10 times the amount if I could to, to do it because it's just, it's so special, you know. We travel to all these different tracks and all these different states and that's why I tell people the race is such a small part. It's a fraction of, of the whole big picture and uh, to me, I'm just a very family-oriented guy and uh, I, I wouldn't pass this opportunity up for for all the money in the world. Corey, how different is it, like I said, being being on the road with the family? It's a different concept. You know, you come here on a Friday night, it's over, it's done. But, you know, to be out there and traveling and to just, again, we'll say it's these grassroots tracks, these little small motocross tracks, and maybe some are big as well that the average person probably never heard of, but yet they're putting this on not only for the kids, but then these kids grow up and as they get older and they're mid-teens and their teens, they're going to be competitive racers in, in, in a motorcycle. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing, especially having two little girls, I don't know how long they'll want to stick with this, and for me not to have to really push it on them at all, and, and it's it's kind of their own thing, um, you know, it's just, I, I can't even describe that feeling, you know, I race, I race to win, and, you know, racing brings some of the highest highs and the lowest lows, but to have uh, your own child go out there and start being successful and and making you proud it just it's a higher higher than anything i've 
accomplished myself. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a whole different perspective. You know, that's like a father and the son. Now you're being able to do it with, you know, your two daughters. And again, that makes it all, all the more special. But as we're looking at the car, traditionally we see green. I still see some green on it, but we have a little bit of color change this year. Yeah, um, like I said, we, we weren't planning on racing a whole lot. So our, our main sponsor doing it right, Roofing, they wanted to do an exclusive wrap, all doing it right over the entire car so we were able to meet that goal for them and uh, I, I think everyone's happy with the outcome we, we have a really sharp looking car this year and uh, like I said it's exclusively doing it right roofing you know, you know when you're on the road again you know Jen's a big part of which you're, which you've done, and which you've always done, and you've done it as a couple. And, you know, you brought the kids along. Now, how does mom and dad feel? We know how dad feels, but how does mom feel when she's out there? Give a little different perspective. When you're racing, her her heart rate's a little bit elevated, but when it's the two kids, it's a completely different story. It is, and uh, maybe the first time or two, it was a little nerve-wracking and a little worrisome. But after the first few, it just. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. My wife, our whole family, we, we live, we plan our entire life around racing. It's just what we love to do, and, I mean, there's there's nothing else that you can really compare it to for us anyways. Well, it's good seeing you back out here at Lernerville. I'm not sure you'll hit some other races, but also we're looking forward to, I see I followed the social media, what the girls are doing, and I know they still probably have some season left, too, and just enjoy the time that you spent with them and enjoy your time back in the car. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. It was nice talking to you. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochran. See it all at Cochran.com. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. 
When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Joining us is the driver of the 44 late model, Dave Hess Jr. Dave, welcome to Lernerville. We had a chance to chat last time you were here, but it was just an informal chat. But a lot of success here, a lot of memories. You come down here, you like to support the UMLS. You've raced a lot of races with Zuvi over the years. Kind of special tonight, especially for the big boys like you. We got the, uh, you know, the roofs are off, it's you know, kind of topless, and for the big guys it's a little bit easier to get in, but it's from a fan's perspective. They get to see you wheel the car and see how their hands move. And again, I know it's been quite a while since you probably ran one. Yeah, God, it's been quite a few years. Uh... But, you know, I don't notice a whole lot in the car, but they definitely do look a lot different from, you know, looking at them from a fan perspective. And uh, it's definitely something, you know, different for them to catch their eye. And, uh, you know, yeah, you definitely get to see the driver a little more, a little different aspect of it. So uh, just excited. You know, anytime we get to come down here, I'm excited. But this one a little special, you know. It's always nice, too. Your dad comes down with you. He's had some memories here over the years. But the theme is I walk through the pits. I, I, I've known you guys for so many years, and your families now are developing, and they're getting older. And it's difficult from a parent standpoint. Yeah, you love racing, but at the same point, you know, you're racing the night, and then you said you're going to have to get up in the morning and then take the kids karting. And fortunately... For the Northern Tier guys, you have some tracks, Erie's, State Line, on Raceway 7 runs occasionally that you can go, and the driving distance really isn't too far, but to make that trek back down 79 to here, it's, it's a haul. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, you know, just to come for the normal nights, yeah, we, you know, we, we have so much in gas and pit passes, it just makes it a tough expense, you know, to come race for, you know, 1500 or whatever the, the regular purse is, and then, you know, we also got no time tomorrow to get the car back together you know for the rest of the weekend uh, and we, with Erie's right in our backyard Sunday nights and uh, state lines a little closer to home too we just you know we end up sticking around there a little more the last few years but I do enjoy anytime we come down here it's one of my favorite tracks and uh, you know definitely a 
a gem for the sport, that's for sure. You know, it's tough because we still, you know, with gas prices the way they are, it's just difficult. And you guys are fortunate up in that Erie area, that in upstate New York, where you have some places to run. But out here, this is really it. Unless there's a, you head over to Dog Hollow, but then you're going to have to go a little bit further, you know, east to do that. But uh, had a good year so far. We're not really going to count how many wins you have. You're probably about six or seven, but you've been, been real dominant in state line. Aries is your home track. You know, you have that track mastered. You could probably go into blindfold and, and run around that track as many laps as, you know, you've run there, you know, over the years in both the late model and the modified. But you know, the theme I also ask everybody this year, are you guys having fun? For something that's not running for points, you got to be having fun. And if you're not having fun, then there's a lot. I was just talking to Corey McPherson. He's out doing stuff with his kids. You're doing stuff with your kids. It, it just, it, it's funny because in your wildest dreams, if you look back 20 years ago, did you ever think this was going to be what Dave Hess was going to be doing? <laughs> you know, I didn't know about this long. It's just, uh, yeah, things are going fast. God, the kids are growing up quick and, uh, you know, that's where we're at now. We just, uh, you know, if we want to go racing, we go, and uh, which is normally most weekends, but, uh, you know, we don't... Uh, we don't ever force the issue and you know we like to enjoy it and uh you know, pick tracks we know we'll do well at so we can uh, enjoy it a little more that way and just keep plugging away. So uh, we're looking forward to tonight and, uh, you know, anytime we get back down here in the future, just can't wait. From a, from a father's perspective, you know, if you've watched your dad race, he's watched you race, you guys have been together for your whole career. Now to be the shoes on the other foot, you're watching your kids race. Different perspective. It's just... Uh, the butterflies are probably, you, you, you probably still get them when you get in the race car, but when your children get out there and race, the adrenaline picks up a little bit, and it's a whole different perspective. Yeah, it, uh, you know, you can't appreciate that until you experience it. And Heck, I, I, very rarely do I have any nerves of my own at the racetrack, but uh, watching the kids is, uh, you know, a whole different story. So uh, I'm sure that's going to, you know, just get worse as they, climb the ladder, you know, climb up through the ranks and, you know, eventually into the big cars, so, uh, you know, but we'll just do what we can do and enjoy it and, uh, you know, hopefully the sport keeps thriving, you know, we'd like to see it go in a better direction, a little better car count some of these times, but, you know, as long as it keeps hanging on and racetracks are still here, we'll, we'll be at them, so. Well, Dave, we'd like to thank you for taking time to join us on Wrapping Our Race. We don't get to see you too often. Best of luck tonight and the rest of the season. I appreciate it, Dave, anytime. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. The Auto Racing 101 Victory Lane interview segment continues to gain in popularity. It's a feature on Rapid on Racing that gives the drivers a chance to listen to their Victory Lane interviews from Latrobe, Lernerville, Pittsburgh, and Jennerstown. Friends, family, and crew members can listen and enjoy. It also gives the driver a chance to improve the next interview. Some of the contributors will include Nate Rigotti, Eric Westendorf, Brian Spade, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, Jim Zufall, and Dave Oliveri. We hope you enjoy this new addition to Rapping on Racing. White flag will wave for Garrett Crummer. Rex King Jr. has one lap to try to run him down. King rolling the middle. Crummer up on the high side of one and two. King trying to close the gap at Crummer. 
going to have this under control. He'll roll through three and four up to the cushion and take the checkered flag. Eric Crummer is your feature winner tonight. Checkered flag weighs for Garrett Crummer. Winner of tonight's deal, Automotive Big Block Modified Features, second to the 165 of Rex King Jr., third to the 61 of Dave Murdoch, fourth to the 83 of Brian Swarslander, fifth to the C3 of Chaz Wolber. We'll head to Terry Bowser excavating Victory Lane to talk to tonight's feature winner, Garrett Crummer. He's out of the car. I'm in a big hand for tonight's feature winner, Garrett Crummer. Garrett, when you're racing for a track championship, every point is critical. You got out front as soon as you could to try to get the lead. Put as much room between you and yourself and Jeremiah Shingledecker with now just one night left for the championship. Yeah, we don't even think about it, right? We haven't won a race all year, so we just got to come out here and try to win a race. And uh, I honestly, I didn't even think about the points. We were just we've uh, we've been off a little bit here the last couple of weeks, and I think we finally got rolling a little bit. So, like I said, just trying to make sure we could get a win. Any idea what that key to success was tonight? Something you did different tonight you haven't done all year? Um, our car's a little bit better. i got to thank Brandon Plank at Dig Race Products, man. He's kind of just little things, right? You just miss them sometimes. I think we get a little complacent. He's kind of got me going back in the right direction. We've been real good, and it's it's fun to drive the car when it's good, and uh, you know, I think we're just finally everything's rolling the right way. Family, crew, sponsors that make this possible for you? Yeah, i got to thank a lot of people. First, my wife, um, she, she does all kinds of work for us on this thing. Um, my mom and dad, my Mark from uh, M&D Landscaping is with me tonight. He's been with me for, oh, I don't know, 10 years now. Mark's done a lot for my racing program, so i got to thank him, uh, the fans, and Lernerville for having a race. Congratulations. First feature win of the season. Championship still in sight, even though he's not thinking about it. Those points add up just the same. But a big hand again for tonight's feature winner, Garrett Kremer. Danny Scheller picks up his first Lernerville feature win of the season. Matt is second, Spithaler third, Gallagher fourth. Kerger fifth, A.J. Flick by finishing sixth tonight will unofficially win his sixth Lernerville Track Championship. We will tabulate the points and make it official in my race pass, but I trust my math enough to tell you that A.J. Flick is now a six-time Lernerville Track Champion. But for tonight, we head down to Terry Bowser excavating Victor Lane to talk to your feature winner, Danny Shetler. Danny is out of the car, has the checkered flag. Headed up top, out of a big hand for the underdog, Danny Shetler. Danny, it's been a long time. Did you find your way back to Terry Bowser excavating Victory Lane? Yeah, it's been uh, too long, but, man, we'll take it. That was a fun race. Good battle with Brandon Mattis. A lot of trust there. You guys have been racing together for a long time, take care of each other's equipment. But what was the deciding factor? Uh, was it particular turn, just right, right spot, right time? Uh... <laughs> Like I said, a lot of trust with Brandon. Uh, he pretty much showed me I was driving a little bit uh, too cautious when he blew my doors back off, and uh, I wasn't letting that happen twice. So it's been a long time since you've been here. A lot of hard work with this Pride Racing team. Who all makes this possible? I know there's a lot of people, a lot of family, crew, and sponsors. Yeah, uh, man, the biggest biggest guy I got to thank, Alan Pride. I had a Shit year last year. All we did was crash cars, tear up equipment. And uh, Alan, I don't know why, but he trusted putting me back in his car. And, uh, man, we've been having fun and uh, learning a lot, and this car's been getting faster every week. And uh, I just can't thank him enough for believing in me when uh, I didn't even believe in myself. Well, you certainly proved them right. Great field of cars, as always, here at Lernerville Speedway. Another feature win. Don't forget to thank your family, crew, sponsors. I got your back. <laughs> I appreciate it.
Yeah, man, Josh and Dylan Cresco, they've been with me forever. Uh, bust their butts at the shop every week. Red Koval, he's been with Alan in this 29 car uh, since I drove it the first time. Always helps out. Uh, Cam and Rose, they've been coming helping out. My girlfriend for uh, putting up with all the late nights, long travels, trying to keep me awake coming home from the races. Uh, feeding us, you know, she puts up with a lot. And uh, there's a, a fellow right here behind you. He's been a big supporter of mine. Uh, helped us out when we were we were down and out last year and helped us get a car back together. Uh, Jerry Turkovich, he's from Johnstown. He's always up here supporting me and uh, hooting and hollering and win, lose, or draw. He's here to have my back, so definitely appreciate him. And uh, uh, just everybody that's part of this team, we've been uh, putting a lot of effort in and uh, overcoming some adversity. And we ain't fancy. We come in here on an open trailer. And uh, not fancy, but we're fast. Congratulations on another feature win. Don't be such a stranger. How about another big hand for your feature winner tonight, Danny Scheller. Round three and four for the final time. And coming to the checkered flag, tonight's feature winner is Chris Schneider. Tyler Dietz is second. Joey Zambotti third. Cody Catellis fourth. Jason Foz Alvarez out your top five. Checker flag is waved. Chris Schneider for the fourth time this year. We'll head to Terry Bowser excavating Victory Lane as their feature winner in the Millerstown Pick Apart Penn Ohio Pro Stock. Second to the double zero of Tyler Dietz. Third to the 948 of Joey Zambotti. Fourth to the 1K of Cody Catellis. Rounding out your top five, the J19 of Jason Bosna. He's out of the car. Let him hear you, Chris Schneider. Chris had a good three-car battle going on in front of you early on. Looks just like you uh, bided your time, waited for the, the right spot, hit the gas, and off you went. Yeah, there was a middle groove out there that I've never found before. Just really, uh, you know, find the right rear sticking right in that little groove there, and she uh, worked beautifully. Four feature wins. Got to be a fun season. You and Tyler duking it out, uh, battling for the win most Friday nights. Going to come right down to championship night. Might finally get your first Learnerville track champion. Ah, uh, we'll see. That wasn't the goal at the start of the year, but, you know, we kept moving up and moving up. So just stay with it. See what happens in the end. Uh, crew, sponsors, family, everyone that makes it possible for you. Ah, uh, well, I did a lot of people. Uh, I got my lucky Brett McDonald shirt on. <laughs> that, that's some of it. No, I'm uh, Ma and Pa, Tyler, brother Tyler, uh, Neil Stristani helps out a lot. Uh, Butler Truck Parts. Freeport Transport, It's All Clean, Pressure Washing, Hot Dog Guys, ABT Landscaping, uh, Who's Your Tire, um, A&K Farms, Al Renwick, thanks. Uh, thank God for this country and this place uh, we get the race on. Thank the Thompsons for keeping this place going. Hey, thank you fans for staying here. Amen. Hallelujah. How about another big hand? Four feature wins this season. Tonight's feature winner in the Millerstown Pick Apart, Penn Ohio Pro Stocks is Chris Schneider. One lap to go. The young teenager, Will Hemminger. It's been 12 races since Hemminger's been to Victory Lane. Started on the front row, trying to lead all 20 laps. Will Hemminger drives out of turn number four. Checkered flag will wave the team feet on his back. Will Hemminger takes the checkers.
Chris Brink, second. Jeff Giles, third. Adam Kostelnik, fourth. And in fifth, Chucky Kessler in the one. That's your top five on the scoreboard, presented by TriStar Motors and Saferno Well Service. That's it for racing tonight. We'll go down. Will, congratulations, man. I just saw your pap walking down the steps. He says, man, I wasn't sure he was going to win another one. Congratulations, man. How's it feel? Yeah, it's definitely been a while since we uh, parked it, but it feels really good. Were you getting frustrated? It's been 12 races now since you've been here after winning all those races a season ago, winning a championship. You won on opening night. It takes till uh, the middle of August to get back here. Yeah, I don't want to say we had high expectations for this year, but we definitely had them. So, did you do anything different to this race car? You've just been working on it? Yeah, just every week, obviously, we did a couple little things, but nothing major. Who do you want to thank on it, Will? Uh, I want to thank North Star Equipment, uh, Morocco Welding, Jeff Carey, Black Specialty Service, Worldwide Electric, and uh, Barry Audi for helping us out. Will Hemminger picks up his second win of the season. He's back in victory lane. How about a round of applause for this young man? Brian Schiff drives out of turn number four. Checkered flag waves his first win of the season. Brian Schiff will head to Stoney's Pier Victory Lane. Gary Wiltrout finishes second. Albert Francis third. Owen Halp spins. After the checkered flag, Halp finished in fourth. And he spot everybody's spinning here to avoid contact after the checkered flag. Everybody looks like uh, no contact, maybe. Just everybody hitting the brakes and spinning after Owen Halp went around after taking the checkers. We'll go down and talk to Brian Ship. Down in Brian Ship climbs out of his race car, makes some noise for his first win of the season. Some hugs and some high fives down here in victory lane. Big smile on this guy's face. Brian, come over here, man. I know you've been working hard for this one. It's taken uh, three-fourths of the season, but you finally made it here to Victory Lane. How's it feel? Uh, awesome. You know, we, uh, we never give up. You know, we're trying stuff every week, just trying to find what we need. You know, had a good spot start the race and, you know, got out front and just drove the wheels off of it. I know Gary was fast. I, I knew that Dar Gary wouldn't run me dirty because, you know, we're like teammates, so. It's got to be cool, though. You uh, get around Gary, but he didn't he didn't let you go. Uh, there was You didn't drive off from him. He was right there. Were you watching your rearview mirror? Uh, I, I was trying not to look at the rearview mirror. You know, me and Gary are, you know, best friends. I think we, we run each other harder than we run everybody else, you know, because it's like two buddies going to run go-karts, you know. Who do you want to thank on this race car, Brian? Uh, Subway, Annie Hans, uh, Tim Etling Auto, Specklin, Mid-Atlantic Motors, Harris Automotive, uh, Stone & Company, uh, Lewis Penrod helped me out this year, my Uncle Jim, you know, anybody else who's helped me. Not, uh, not up to task doing this this year, so. <laughs> Brian Ship breaks through here in August. He picks up his first win of the season in the Martellus Pharmacies late models here on Martellus Pharmacies night. Dr. Love getting some hugs in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane. All kind of big hugs down here. Adam, congratulations, my man. Come over here. 
take me through. We're gonna we're gonna look this way, okay? Because that's that's the camera. All right. So uh, take me through, man. Five laps to go. You go around Tom Golick. What's going through your mind? I was just holding on. Uh, whenever I got a run underneath him, I felt the car slide out, and I thought I was gonna like the, I thought I overheated the tires. I thought I was done. I just stayed focused, stayed forward, and just kept going. I never stopped. But oh man, I was. A, uh, this car right now is just wicked fast. I love it right now. It's great. I can see in the, the smile on your face that, you, that you're so excited. Who do you want to thank on this race car? Uh, I want to thank all my sponsors, my crew. Um, without them, I wouldn't be here. But I want to thank Ridgetop Auto and Hooversville. I want to thank Scott's Auto in Johnstown, Custom Iron Works out in Somerset. I want to thank Fig Bros Cool and everyone that works in and, in and out on this car with me. I mean, without them, I wouldn't be here. Adam Henry, Dr. Love, picks up another win here at Jennerstown. Season gets to hold the flag. Ken, congratulations, man. It, it was smooth sailing for you out in front. Uh, nothing smooth sailing with this thing, but uh, last week wasn't, it was terrible. It was really terrible. And last night we come up and tested, and Barry Audi come up and uh, gave us a hand. My brother and dad had it. They worked in the garage all week and had it. Really better last week when we first got in. Barry helped fine tune it in. My favorite lady in Somerset sitting up there, and uh, I don't think she was impressed with my run last week. I wasn't impressed with it, and uh, so I had to do better for her. So thanks, Linda. I know you're listening. You won't come down, but thank you. It's got to be pretty cool for your family. We saw Kyle win the first feature of the night. Now you get to be here. Uh, double wins for the Burkholder Racing Crew with one more still to go for your brother, but it's got to be fun for you guys. It is. It's a, it's a family deal. If you look over here, that's all family, and uh, we all work on them together. We win together, and we lose together, but it's, uh, if we get one more tonight, boy, that'd be a, that'd be a good way. we just end the season right there on the spot. Who do you want to thank on this race car, Ken? I got a ton of people to thank, and a lot of them are standing down here, but um, first and for, foremost, Arsenberger Trucking. My grandpa does a lot for us. He helps us out a ton. He's the reason that we're here. Um, Brooks's Camper Sales, Eric and them guys, thank you so much. Bigham's Auto Service, Mays Cabinets, Mays, I'm trying to think here without forgetting anybody. Mays Kitchens, uh, Paul's Handyman Service, New Centerville Stove, Penn Summit, she's been with me for a really long time, Morocco Welding, Mays Custom Meats, I got um, Jet Engines, thank you Jimmy. Again, thanks to the Audi family for everything they've done. This is uh, Bill's last car, and she might be evil at times, but shes I wouldn't trade her for the world. Ken Burkholder picks up his second win of the season. Dale Kimberly, he's never won in a street stock before. He'll drive it out of turn number four. The checkered flag will wave. Dale Kimberly is headed back to victory lane. Angie holds off Burbage for second. Mel Will, fourth. Harold Myers, fifth at your top five on the scoreboard presented by Soprano Well Service and TriStar Motors. We'll step aside. When we come back, we'll talk to Dale Kimberly here from Jennerstown Speedway on Flow Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, Dale Kimberly will climb out of his race car. He can hear you. Make some noise. He gets a hug from Angie, all smiles, down here in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane. Shaking some hands, a big old smile 
on Dale Kimberly's face. Hugs his brother Adam Kostelnik. Man, this has got to be a lot of fun for you, Dale. Come on over here, my man. It's been a while since you've been to Victory Lane. How's it feel to be back? Well, it felt a little funny out there two laps ago. Everything started making noise. It feels great to be back. Thank all the fans, the track, the, the firemen, officials, everybody, you. It's great. I want to thank my, all my crew members, my father-in-law, my daughter, my wife. Uh, Kimberly contacting, of course, Mars Hill Storage, SMS. I want to thank Adam. He works on it every day. And the, uh, the guy that built this car is standing right there. Who is it? Josh. Josh! Ba Babyface, is that what you call him? That's his name, Babyface Fabrication. He built all three cars. Babyface Fabrication. Well, all three cars have now won here in 2022. How's it feel? You go. She's beat you three times, Dale. You finally got one over her. Yeah, and I knew she was coming because Josh was on the radio. <laughs> Dale Kimberly. I didn't want to yell. I did not want to yell. Angie, how's it feel? You, you finished second. You got to be excited for your dad, though. Oh yeah, I'm excited. But I mean, he started from the back, and I still caught him, so I don't think he's that good. <laughs> It's a family affair down here in Victory Lane. How about a round of applause for the Kimberly family? Dale, back in Stoney's Beer Victory Lane. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble, a former driver and track promoter. Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Proudly presented Rapping on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.